West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. New year, new music from breaking bands and artists like Spun Out, Magic City Hippies, Spang Sisters, King Canyon, Collard, and Goose. Let's toast them all together right here now on... West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on BFF.FM San Francisco. As a young girl Hello, 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 and Happy New Year. MJ back here again on BFF.FM in San Francisco with another fresh episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Stacked today with the sounds of 2023 for the next two hours. I'm really excited about my second hyperlocal hour when I'm going to introduce you to the San Francisco duo Stepchildren, whose new album, Nar Noir, deftly turns a post-apocalyptic concept album into a killer dance banger. We had it all, gave it away Killed the goose and the golden age Fall out will remain That's San Francisco's stepchildren from their new LP, Nar Noir. Meet the guys behind the band, Derek Shaw and Daniel Owens, and dive deep into their fantastic new album in my second Hyperlocal Hour. But first, a full hour of brand new tunes from breaking and emerging artists, starting with a genre-defined band out of London led by a couple of guys who are creating buttery delights for your ears. Spang Sisters just completed a European club tour and gifted the world with a new song that I hope is just a taste of a longer project. Here's Spang Sisters and Six Feet. Sit back, soak it in, revel in your hangover, and Happy New Year from West of Twin Peaks Radio.
can't think of a better way to ring in the new year than to fill your empty glass up with fresh new tunes from breaking bands like the one you just heard. That groovy dance tune was from Chicago's six-piece band, Spun Out. It was called High Life. Before that, Philly's Scott McMicken of Dr. Dog is starting a brand new band called Scott McMicken and the Ever-Expanding, and you heard their first-ever single called Another One. I also played the song Lucky Black Cat from 21-year-old Noah York, son of Radiohead's Tom York, who's been creeping into the music scene for about a year now, trying not to make too much of his family connections in the business. And I started with the song Six Feet from emerging London duo Spang Sisters. We're just getting started here on West of Twin Peaks Radio on BFF.FM, San Francisco's best frequencies forever. Thanks for tuning in to celebrate the new year with all this great new music. Let's switch it up genre-wise right now with up-and-coming British R&B rapper-songwriter Collard and a new single to start off the new year. This is called Sick and Tired.
Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, Independent Community Radio in San Francisco.
What a groove. That's Miami's alt-pop, psych-funk, party starters, Magic City Hippies, with a new single, High Beams, featuring Noffitz. They just launched a winter tour and will be at the Fillmore in late February. Before that, South African raised Belgian-born Congolese musician Petit Noir with some great vibes and strong words from his new single, Simple Things, featuring Theo Crocker. And that funk-filled set started with Collard and Sick and Tired. You're tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio with me, MJ. Don't forget the banger band Stepchildren, our guests, coming up the top of my second hyper-local hour, so keep it right here on BFF.FM. But let's keep the new year rocking with some new music from former chairlift frontwoman and now scorching solo artist Carolyn Polachek and her new single heralding a new album and winter tour starting in February. She hit San Francisco May 1st at the Warfield. But get those tickets now. This single is called Welcome to My Island. Welcome to my island. See the palm trees waving the wind. Welcome to my island. Hope you like me. You ain't leaving. Welcome to my island. See the palm trees waving the wind. Welcome to my island. Hope you like me. You ain't leaving.
have my heart, I think that is clear It's all love and there's no fear What a rockin' segment this New Year's Day. That was Concord, California, born and raised Cass McCombs and Weak Signal with the song Give It Back. It's the B-side of an actual 45, which of course you can get digitally as well on your favorite streaming services, but preferably buy it on Bandcamp. He's touring back east all this month. Before that, the in-your-face rockers Paramore with the new song, The News, a single from their upcoming LP, This Is Why, that's due in February. Now there's a band that'll be graduating from big music halls to arenas this year. And of course, I started the set off with Carolyn Polachek and Welcome to My Island. This is MJ. Thanks so much for tuning in today to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on BFF.FM, listener-supported independent community radio right here in San Francisco. Start your new year off right and download the free BFF app for convenient consumption of this show and dozens of other locally produced programs spanning music genres and kicking ass with great Bay Area content. My hyper-local hour is coming up in just a few minutes, but first let's turn the vibes up again with Boston Blues Project GA20 and this new single, ATL.
Community Radio. All your friends are doing it. 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 Best frequencies forever.
are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Best Frequencies Forever, BFF.FM, San Francisco.
What a great live version of Under the Porch from MGMT, the project of multi-instrumentalist Ben Goldwasser and Andrew Van Wingarden, who started the band during their college days at Wesleyan and are still going strong 20 years later. The song you just heard is off their new live LP, 111111. Before that, I played the song All I Needed from the exploding jam band Goose and their new EP, Undecided. If you didn't get tickets already to see Goose in April at the Warfield, good luck with that. Their cross-country spring tour sold out in just minutes. Before Goose, you heard King Canyon, Eric Krasno, and Otis McDonald with the song Mulholland, featuring the familiar smooth guitar work of Derek Trucks. Remember, coming up in just a few minutes, you're going to want to hear my interview and deep dive with the emerging San Francisco band Stepchildren and their tremendous new Depeche Mode meets Trent Reznor-influenced concept LP, Nar Noir. But first, one more song to round out the hour. Get your New Year's vibes going now with the Soul Wax remix of the Oliver Sims song, Sensitive Child. Put this on repeat. This is MJ, and you're dancing to West of Twin Peaks Radio right here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever. MJ and you're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever in San Francisco. Welcome to my second hyperlocal hour of Bay Area music. My guest artists today are an emerging band with a new LP that will make you stand up, dance, and take notice. Derek Shaw and Daniel Owens grew up in San Diego playing baseball together and doing all the good stuff good friends do, which by high school meant that they had formed a band. Fast forward two decades and the two friends are in San Francisco working day jobs and making music under the project name Stepchildren. They had plenty of time during lockdown to conceive, write, and produce a post-apocalyptic concept LP that is not a sonic downer, but rather a polished 80s and 90s influenced dance banger of an album that stands out as a must-hear Bay Area release. 
Before we get to my chat and deep dive with Derek and Daniel, let's hear the lead track off the LP. Get ready to move your body. This is Nuclear Summer. Daniel and Derek, I, it's a, it, thanks for reaching out. I really appreciate it. And I, I've i been digging the album. Thanks for sharing it with me. Nice. Glad you like it. We appreciate it. 
it's your second LP, is that correct? Yep. Yeah, our first record we uh, put out in 2017, so it's been quite some time. Um, Daniel left the band uh, for a few years. They're pursuing uh, kind of continuing education and stuff. And um, so we kind of reconvened right before COVID, actually, if I'm not mistaken, and kind of we just started working on stuff again. Initially, not even not trying to make a record. We were actually working on kind of more soundscapey uh, soundtrack sort of vibes to our friend's documentary that that he was working on, and it kind of just morphed into to this. So, when did it morph into a concept album? Well, uh, I'm sure he has Derek has a lot of thoughts on this. I think uh, COVID being on lockdown and just being all cooped up inside invited this um, just creativity and just wanting to explore um, music making. And I, I think the pandemic, we had this idea of like dystopian vibes and we'd been working on electronic music that kind of had that tinge to it. So we, the more and more we started to compose and develop these songs, it's like, okay, I think we have something here. And then, um, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, just lyrically, I, I kind of channeled a lot of stuff that was going on in my personal life at the time, kind of going through a breakup and still living with a person. Um, and it kind of was all magnified with, with COVID and the lockdown and just not being able to see other people and uh, not having much of an outlet and uh, just your problems getting exacerbated. Um, so we kind of filtered that into the con. We've always kind of enjoyed making conceptual records, uh, concept albums, if you will, I guess. Um, even our last one had a, a framework within the context of like this oil tycoon and, and, and stuff like that. So with this, we kind of want to do a post-apocalyptic sort of vibe with basically like in my head, at least the setting was that the, the war or the world's been ravaged by nuclear war. <laughs> And then uh, kind of things have, you know, just been kind of thrown completely up in the air and civilization sort of rebuilding itself. And you've been cooped up with your partner underground in a bunker maybe uh, for all that time. And you're kind of trying to figure out um, what you mean to each other in, the, in this brave new world, as well as like how to uh, pick up the pieces and start it, start anew. Wake up, think on your feet. Monday, wish you never existed. If there's a if if there's an apocalypse, I want this album with me because there's some dance bangers on here. Um, new wave, um, I think is in, where that's an influence. Also, some industrial '90s like Trent Reznor era. Um, that's all part of the package, I would say. Um, we both grew up listening to a lot of '90s uh, grunge and punk, so there's a little bit of that too. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of mix. 
mixes in there. Well, and who does the vocals? I do. Because I would love to go to a karaoke night with you sometime and just do a bunch of Duran Duran songs because it's very Simon Le Bon in your in your inflection and yeah. your um, again I use the term tone and palette. It just uh, which is to me it's high praise. Well, thanks. Um, I think a huge touchstone for the record was Depeche Mode. So that's probably closer to our taste, but that's all kind of in the same world back then. And I mean, we were in the eighties babies. We wanted to kind of like touch on that nostalgia a little bit and bring some of that synth pop kind of vibes to a more contemporary palette and push it forward to make something that feels vaguely familiar, but also futuristic and kind of experimental and adventurous at the same time. Um, so yeah, this is kind of our first time. We've messed around a little bit on our own, doing just various projects and um, things for other people where we used electronic kind of um, an aesthetic as well as synthesizers. I bought a few analog synths and he has a bunch of toys and gadgets that we utilize as well for making sounds that, you know, we wouldn't necessarily be able to make organically. We always kind of have stuck in the confines of indie rock for for the most part up until this record um, with Statrill and Elise. So this was like an opportunity to really delve into that um, world and really have some fun. This is this is your pandemic album so to speak yeah. because it was born during the pandemic but because it's a conceptual album it's to the listener's choice to to uh choose whether or not to put it in the pandemic sense or put it in back into your concept sense yeah exactly and we always try to keep it pretty open i mean it's never going to be very prescriptive regardless of anything that we do, so you can kind of interpret it your own way. There's certainly socio-political um, kind of commentary tones throughout, but it's also you can look at it in the context of a toxic relationship with all that nuclear kind of fallout, figuring out how to shake that off and like live a normal life after uh, being exposed to some crazy times. So. Well, and one of the lines that, you know, in putting it in today's world perspective, I, you know, twenty end of 2022, one of the lines that struck me the most was in Silverfish, uh, when you say uh, people act funny around a whole lot of money. And, yeah. you know, that just made me think and be more, even more angry <laughs> about the, you know, ruling billionaire class and whatnot. So, uh, you yeah. know. As I said, it's all in your perspective. Yeah, and I feel like that's a pretty timeless line. So money's been the root value for a long, long time and will continue to be. Coffee to Figo, sugar to mill, ruining the conversation. Love can't settle the bills or clean up spills. It won't quell the infestation. Running out of seasons, jacked up as jail.
songs were created in what time span? Um, let's see, I think we started messing around in July of 2020. So pretty much like right at the start of when things were getting serious with the pandemic. And we hunkered down and like we're working on stuff, like I said, for a friend's documentary, which was quite, it was supposed to have this like civil unrest and upheaval about it. He actually referred us to Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross's work that they've done uh, for various soundtracks from Girl with the Dragon Tattoo to social networkings and different things that they've done, which we thought we already liked Nine Snails and that kind of like dark industrial aesthetic, but we were able to kind of use that as a jumping off point to kind of um, start to carve out our own direction in that space. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Trent Reznor's movie soundtracks. I think they're totally, totally super, yeah. super innovative, interesting stuff. So. Mm -hmm. so when did you have all the tracks done and when did you actually start recording or, or did you do it, do it progressively in a different manner? I think that we kind of just started one by one chipping away at things. I, I don't even think at first we necessarily thought of it as we were doing a record, especially when we were doing some, something for someone else that ended up not getting used because it didn't really meet the, hit the deadline. And then I think we were just really excited about this direction and um, I don't know, I kind of probably conned him into doing another Stepchild record because I don't think he intended that at first, but here we are and I'm, I'm super stoked to, I mean, I've worked with a lot of different people as he has over the years in different bands and we've literally known each other since we were little kids, uh, like from baseball days and stuff. And we started our first band together in high school um, around 16, 17. So we've worked together a very long time and we're basically like brothers in that sense. That's kind of where the band name come from, came from. And so any opportunity I have to work with him, I jump at it. And um, this was an exciting uh, direction to kind of pursue. Reeled in, feeling it out, nobody wants to know. Healing up, dean it out, everything needs to go. See it in, freeze it out, somebody wants to know. Squeal the wind, peeling out, everyone needs to go. High up down the mountain, out the color. it to work on a lot of different levels and musically as well. Um, Daniel is an extremely accomplished musician. He was a music teacher for a long time. So he has a lot of um, tricks up his sleeve and we were able to utilize a lot more of those on this record, I feel like, than in the past. Yeah, the, I, compositionally, I felt like didn't have to change too much. What changed really was the instrumentation and just giving it that uh, that digital electronic element and that opened up new doors on the uh, two degree but compositionally even it, may, it sounds like a different record obviously different vibe but um, I'm utilizing the same old bag of tricks that I've always used in terms of how to compose and you know things like that just having that digital electronic 
component it really opened up a different approach mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah and it's like you know whereas in the past it'd be like oh let's try this riff this melody blah 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 with this stuff it was kind of like well what if we make it something that go beep, boop, 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 you know some crazy yeah like, blips and bloops that kind of were reminiscent of the computer age and and how you know, technology is very rapidly taking over our lives and, and our culture. So, and it really? also cut, it also kind of puts it in a futuristic. It gives you kind of a futuristic yeah. thing. Yeah, absolutely. And it, 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 a silly idea at first actually was like, oh wait, that actually kind of works and sounds cool. Let's yeah. let's let's toy with this for a little bit, and peel the onion on it, see what we can do. in the city in San Francisco? Yeah, I moved here right after I moved here right after college and then Derek moved a few years after then. Uh, mm-hmm. so I was here I was back I was in the city in 2006 and then when did you move? I got here in 2014. So that's kind of when Stepchildren began and even that was just kind of at first like I was going through another breakup but frankly during that time and we get some stuff off my chest. Uh we got a an EP out of that and then just started building from there we We've done two EPs and this is now our second full length. And where are you recording? Where did you record uh, Nar Noir? A couple of different places. Um, our good friend and engineer, David Lips, he actually is a former member of the band. He plays, he's an amazing drummer. He has a studio up in Sebast- Sebastopol. Yeah, Sebastopol. We used to have a studio here in the city, but then he moved up to Sebastopol. So we recorded a lot there, but then we also recorded at his friend's place in Milwaukee. I uh, did some a uh, little bit of post-production stuff there. So a lot of, I don't know, somebody else? Yeah, a lot of components. I mean, yeah, his uh, our friend that we just mentioned is named Keith Milgaten, and he helped mix the record as well. That was kind of one of the last legs of this whole process and production. Um, in Wisconsin, but yeah, we actually we did track a lot of it ourselves compared to past recordings, and I think that was able to be achieved because a lot of it is electronic and what they call in the box with different software tools and stuff that we employed. So Daniel is responsible for a lot of that work. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess we I completely forgot we did we did do a lot of our recording here. Yes, yeah. in my uh, I have a, one of the rooms in my apartment studio, so yeah, mm-hmm. we did we did it like that. That's- so. So it sounds like uh, Derek that you you do the heavy lifting on on most of the lyrics and Daniel you're the sonic uh, brother so to speak. I mean we collaborate on everything but lyrics and vocals. I let Derek do his thing. <laughs> you know he has tons of ideas and in terms of narratives and um, themes and things around that. But I really like to enjoy I, I enjoy creating mood you know, using compositional tools to like an instrumentation to create a vibe. But we're always, we're, we work to get, we collaborate on all that stuff. Um, 
but yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we cross over a lot. He certainly has a lot of ideas with vocal melodies and stuff like that. And we, we do partner on a lot of the way the ends up, music ends up and stuff when we kind of chip away at it, but we kind of respect our, our, our separate kind of, um, trades and, and yeah, avenues and roles and lanes. We, we stick in them though. We also cross over a lot because we are so collaborative and we've worked together so long that we can kind of anticipate each other's needs or like what we're thinking a lot of times and just play off of each other. We throw a lot of stuff off out there that gets either, um, developed or thrown to the side, but it's kind of like a safe space between us because we do respect each other a lot. And, um, a lot of cool, fun ideas come out of that. When you hear the siren, clear off the mattress, jump in the bathtub, seal off the fortress, lean on your toes and peel off your clothes in a submarine torpedo. Buzzing alarms, roughing up vessels, puffing cigars, racking up missiles, decode the contract, exploding on contact. represents a pretty big range stylistically and we did shoot for that but we also like you alluded to earlier we wanted bangers we wanted to make people move and dance um there are some more slower mid-tempo songs but we wanted everyone to hit hard and have a huge hook and just like uh be kind of like a journey unto itself so when you were sitting when you first started kind of writing and before you had decided this was going to be a concept album did you kind of discuss where you were headed or did it just kind of happen organically? Yeah, well, uh, it, the theme started to coalesce, I think, after our friend asked us to uh, create some music for the documentary and they were like, ooh, we got something here. This is interesting. And then we're in the middle of COVID and we're thinking like, it's so weird being in lockdown, what's happening? You know, um, and then I think it started to become pretty clear that we could just make an LP with this theme in mind. It seemed to have a lot of momentum and we just kept going. we've ever taken quite this long with the project but with everything that happened in the world as well as the fact that it is a lot more nuanced and like dynamic and intricate I think that it's safe to say that these tracks are these songs have a lot more tracks per song than probably some of the stuff we oh, do with us. by far so. meaning well meaning like you know if I show you our uh, projects the work a project the work our project you see like 50 on some songs which is normal for a lot of electronic artists but for us that's 
different, you know? Yeah. Or, or so, so, yeah, so you felt like you took a huge leap, um, you know, in your craft with this album. Yeah, and it, but it didn't feel like uncomfortable. It felt like we need to do this, you know? And it just kind of, it, it, we were kind of invited into this, this kind of thing and it didn't feel intimidating. It felt exciting. Mm -hmm. So it was been fun. I felt like the next step in the evolution of our writing together and we're not necessarily beholden to, you know, a ton of fans or labels. I've kind of felt like we don't, we weren't worried about alienating anyone. We just wanted to make the coolest um, record that we could at this time in our lives and, and where we are creatively. So like one of my favorite tracks on it is disbelievers oh cool. yeah i just it it uh no because it it just kind of brought everything down and together and it almost felt like a george michael ballad to me mm -hmm. it's definitely yes yeah, probably the slowest song on the record and actually I, i'll say that that was the one song that was actually written before these yeah. others i think we had written it maybe even back in 20 late 2017 like right as daniel was gonna um, go do his own thing for a while. So we thought, we did think that though that sonically it kind of started hinting at where we would go years later. And we brought it into the pool because um, I kind of ended up changing the lyrics. Probably rewrote the lyrics more to that song than I've ever done with any song. I must've done it four or five different times, like whole different concepts and everything, but we made it work for this record. And I, I'm glad you said that because um, we were hoping it, it does flow seamlessly, so.
and it, you know, it's the perfect second to last track. It gives you a breather and then, you know, kind of let you regroup and think about what you've listened to before and put it in context and then it closes. So I just, I just felt like the whole project was very intentional and I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome. Thank you. Part of like when we started, we kind of wanted them all to be four to the floor, like banger in your face dance tracks. But then I'm glad that we slipped in some more mid-tempo and slower ones too that have, you know, more space in them and also just kind of like probably a bit more evocative emotionally as well. Who knows what the next thing will, will be, but I think that like this experimentation and usage of electronics and synth is probably going to be here to stay because we're really excited about that. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat so much with me about the LP. I do adore it. So uh, I really appreciate your time to tell me your story and the backstory of everything. Thank you so much. Appreciate you interviewing us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you. All that we want is not all we need. It's not what we had dreamed. Stra-
That's the song Ceasefire off the brand new LP by Stepchildren called Nar Noir. Huge thanks again to Derek and Daniel for chatting and sharing their music. You can find the LP on all the streaming services, but even better, buy it on Bandcamp by searching for Stepchildren SF. You could also follow news of stepchildren's shows and music by following them on Instagram at stepchildren underscore. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on BFF.FM, Best Frequencies Forever in San Francisco. I'm MJ, and we're halfway through my hyperlocal hour of new music. In December, when Stepchildren played their LP release show at El Rio, they shared the bill with Plie, an avant-garde art band that mixes music and dance. Their most recent LP, Everybody, dropped in late October, and this is a track off of it called Crave. How I slept for so long It felt so wrong To be dreaming of passion And wake to none To be pulling apart memory Just for fun Until I began to believe I was meant to be alone When I woke, all I saw were stars I wanted to touch And the blooming, shaking, reaching, chasing him on with such a to bff.fm go it goes to supporting underground artists in the bay area music scene to the magic of internet radio to keeping the metaphorical lights on donate today at bff.fm donate to keep us on air independent and commercial free the official bff.fm app is now available to download stream our live feed catch up on your favorite dj's past shows explore new sounds by genre or put on a podcast for your daily whatever grab it today in the app store or on google play new music now from my last guest artist in december moon days this is off their sophomore lp called back to earth it's a tribute to david bowie called major tom delong this is west of twin peaks radio on bff.fm san francisco
Oakland band Cumbrio has a new LP coming out sometime very, very soon. And they have a couple of shows scheduled next month in Santa Cruz, Sebastopol, and San Francisco. At the end of last year, they released a live version of one of the songs off the new LP. This is called Tranche.
That was Con Brio cooking it with Tranche. Let's switch things up a bit with new music from San Francisco's The Five Highs. This is a great song off their new LP called Cut. It's called Half Moon Bay. Hey, hey, hey. Half moon 
new music from Old Friends Caravan 222, who are releasing a new LP in just a couple of days' time. The song was called Good Times, and we'll have a good time at the end of January as the boys from Caravan 222 will join me as guest artists for a chat and deep dive into the new album. But that about does it for today's episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. My radio bro, DJ Webbles, will be here next Sunday here on BFF.FM with a brand new Hangover Sessions featuring a live guest artist from his backyard studio barn. So be sure to tune in then. I'll be back in two weeks with another new show featuring Oakland duo Abracadabra, who are getting ready to release their new LP, Shapes and Colors, on January 20th. I'm going to leave you with a pre-release track off the album called In a Photo. See you in two weeks. Until then, be well, be kind. Peace. You could be harder
stroke of midnight on that great holiday. Gonna have a ball, and that ain't all. Gonna chase the blues away. I'll be bringing in a brand new year. Bringing in a brand new year. Listen, dear, won't you meet me here while bringing in a brand new year? Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community, community, community radio. Community radio for the San Francisco music scene. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.